Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Welcome back to another episode of Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted. It's me. It's your girl, Shlee. You already know who it is. I'm like one of those rappers that's like, you know who it is. (laughs) It's Jason Derulo. You know what I'm talking about? I don't think Jason Derulo actually does that. Um, But you know what I mean? It's me. (laughs) It's Shlee. Um, I hope you all are having a great day so far. Happy Tuesday or happy whenever the fuck you're listening to this. Um, wow, we made it another week and holy crap, it's July. When did that happen? Um, it's summer now. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, hold on. Um, do you feel like June is summer? Because I don't for some reason. I always feel like when July hits, I'm like, oh, we're like in summer now when I know that like June is also a summer month. But I don't know. There's something about July where I'm like, all right, baby, the sun is officially out. Maybe it's because it's been super rainy in Fredericksburg lately. It's literally raining today, even though it's July 1st that I'm recording this. Um, Yeah, weird little side rant. You're welcome. Um, Hi. Uh, before we dive into the gratitude list, let me just update you on what's going on in my life and what's happening right now. Um, so once again, still in Fredericksburg. I know I keep saying this. It's a long contract, but only two more weeks left. Um, technically, pro, like one when this comes out, um, which is exciting. I am so ready to come back to the city. I miss it a lot. Um, this contract has been great in Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg. How many times can I say this in one episode? I feel like I've said it like 15 times. Anyway, Virginia's been fun. <laughs> Um, but I am excited to go home and to sleep in my own bed and be in my own room. Also, because I have some DIY projects that I really want to do in my room, but I'll talk about that later. Um, so excited about that. Excited to see friends. Um, yeah. Also, I think my, I'm just kind of ready for a little break. My voice is a little tired. I'm, I think she's ready to just like chill out for a hot second. Um, this past week, I've had so many friends, um, come and visit me and see the show. Shout out to, you know who it is, Patrick Phelan, the one, the only. Well, technically there's four of him since he's Patrick Phelan the fourth, but, um, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Patrick came (laughs) to visit me and my friend Joe and my friend Melinda. Shout out to all three of you because I know you listen to my podcast. I love you all so much and I honestly will probably talk about our many shenanigans throughout this episode because there's uh, gratitude points that have to do with them. Uh, So that was a lot of fun. And then, okay, I this is an update on just like thoughts that I'm thinking but I really need your opinion on um and they have to do with my hair (laughs) listen um oh number one sorry for all of the jump scares on my Instagram last week with Blanchely um I know she can be a little daunting and scary mostly because she looks like a washed out ghost um yeah Blanchely wild uh two listen 
do I cut my hair? Do I cut my hair? I'm seeing a lot of girls do it and it looks really good and it's very like summer vibes and I just, should I do it? Do I do it? My mom says I'll hate it, (laughs) but I want to know your thoughts. Um, I haven't cut my hair short in like forever. I think the last time I cut my hair like short, like bob length was maybe in college like after my freshman year and I wouldn't even call it a bob I would say like a long bob which is probably what I would go for anyway but I don't know man I've been working hard on my hair lengthwise do I do it do I just make the change or am I just eager for some change I don't know I don't know also second point with my hair I think my hair might be wavy (laughs) I I think it might be because I mean, okay, so I just took a shower today. Go on my Instagram if you want to see this. Um, And I blow dried my hair, which I don't normally do. Um, But my hair is still wavy after I blow dried it. And I know that like, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think I might have wavy hair. I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older or what and like hair texture changes. But I know my mom doesn't have stick straight hair. So and I mostly take after her genes. So I don't know. Give me like if you're like a wavy hair girl or a wavy hair human, let me know what your tips and tricks are because I'd like to figure it out. Because if I have wavy hair, uh, game changer. I would love to have wavy hair. Those are my updates. (laughs) Joseph, friends and hair. Um, Please let me know what you think. I'm eager to hear your responses. Um, Text me or um, if you don't have my number, follow me on Instagram. And nevertheless,ly persisted and DM me. I don't know. Maybe I'll like do one of those like AI apps that like you can change your hair length and see what you look like with that. Maybe I'll try that. I don't know if that's actually a thing, those apps, but I assume that they are because technology is wild these days, people. Okay, let's uh, dive into the gratitude list, shall we? Oh, shall. Okay, and number one on the gratitude list, Italian food slash Orofino's, which is a restaurant here in downtown Fredericksburg. And wow, is it incredible? Yes, it's so so incredible. So like I just said, my good girlfriend Melinda visited me from New York and we went to this Italian place after the show um, because obviously we both needed carbs after Joseph and wow, truly life-changing. It was so so freaking good, man. Um, and here's the thing. I have like a weird relationship with Italian food. Pasta is not my favorite. I'll say it. Uh, And I know that's pretty controversial um, because it's really easy to make. And it's just like, it's it's just something that I don't usually crave, which I know a lot of my friends are about to yell at me after they listen to this episode. Um, But it's just, I don't know. I just like really in the past couple of years haven't craved pasta or Italian food. Um, And that might be ending that era of my life because wow. Orfinos really just like awoke something in my spirit and my soul and so now I might be a pasta gal again. I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated. It's um it's pretty pretty important. Okay, number 2. Um Old Navy slash retail therapy. So <laughs> I love having a car, which I've said multiple times on this podcast uh, since I've been here in Virginia. Um, And 
I don't know. I just don't really go shopping a ton in New York. Um, and I don't, I'm sure there are old navies in New York, but I like have not been to any. And today I was running a couple errands and there was an old navy literally right there and they were having a big sale today. Apparently there's like 4th of July sales going on. Yay, America. Yay, capitalism. Um, and so I went in because I was like, "Eh, why not? I have time and would like to go in. So, um, yeah, Old Navy was great. Once again, great sales. Um, I have to brag about these pants that I'm currently wearing, which I just bought today. They are amazing. Um, once again, go to my Instagram. I'll show you all about it. Uh, they, I don't even know how to explain them. They're not like cargo pants, but they kind of are. They're like a different material. They're kind of like a, like a soft windbreaker-y material, which doesn't sound that good to wear, but it's really comfy, to be honest. And maybe this is too much information, TMI, you're welcome. But um, they're the perfect period pants, is all I gotta say, because they're like drawstring, um, they're super loose and baggy, and I don't feel awful in them. Um, Yeah, big, big, big fan, 10 out of 10. I also got some new shorts and some um, flare jeans. Who am I? Ugh, Old Navy. I just am so shocked by Old Navy and how much I enjoyed some of their things that I got there today. I guess I just thrift a lot. I'm like really trying to think of the last time I like bought clothes and it's been like a hot second unless it was like a cute t-shirt here and there from like Target. But it's been a long time since I've gone jean shopping, which I fucking hate, which is why I don't go jean shopping. Um, But today, you know what? I was in a good mood and uh, yeah, went and tried some shit on and bought some shit. And so retail therapy uh, is on my gratitude list this week, plus Old Navy. It's like a two-in-one gratitude point. Okay, number three, which kind of goes into two a little bit, Um, and I put little signs from the universe. What do I mean by this? I know you've heard me talk about signs from the universe, Um, but yesterday I kind of had a bad day. (laughs) Super fun. And because I had a bad day, that's when I just like kind of got out today and uh, ran some errands and went into Old Navy retail therapy and what was next to the Old Navy? A Barnes & Noble. So (laughs) of course, obviously I'm going to go in obviously and I was just like strolling looking around I wasn't like really gonna buy anything um but I just wanted to see what they had if they had anything fun and cool and new and they did they had um a book that I've been looking for forever for the paperback copy and I have never seen it in a bookstore before and it's by one of my um favorite authors BK Borson um they wrote the Love Light Farm series and it's the second book in that series it's like this cute little rom-com series and um it jumped out at me and I was like oh my god this just made my day so much better and I don't know man you might not believe in signs from the universe or signs from you know god or whoever you want to put your faith and trust in pixie dust in I mean it was just like one of those moments where I just got really excited because I've never seen this book in a store before and I don't know once again I I like when I picked it up and I was like, you're coming home with me. Um, my first thought was like, thank you universe. You just made my day. And I don't know. I just, I feel, 
I don't know how to explain it. I just had this like weird, warm feeling. <laughs> Not weird, warm feeling. A good, warm feeling that I was like, ugh, the universe has my back. I'm okay, even though yesterday was hard. Things are still good for me. And I know it sounds so silly that like just seeing a book that I wanted caused those feelings. I don't know how to describe it, but I just, I feel like it was a little sign from the universe being like, I got you, BB. Here's a little gift for you. And it was on sale. So like, thank you, universe. Thank you for your little sign and little bundle of joy in book form in 300 pages. Thank you. All right. (laughs) There's that. I feel very chaotic today. I don't know if you can tell. (laughs) You probably can. It's probably because I've had so much coffee today, to be honest. I feel like I'm bouncing off the walls a little bit. Uh, Anyway, and continuing on, uh, this is gratitude point four, I believe. Yeah, four. Uh, Pizza the size of my head. (laughs) Great point on my gratitude list, you guys. Um, So like I said before, Patrick and Joe visited me, and there is this pizza shop downtown called Benny's. Their pizza slices are huge, and the pizza is amazing, and it was so good, and we were starving, and it just like, it just hit the spot. And I honestly hadn't had pizza in a hot second either, which is truly a crime, since you know I love pizza. Um, obviously, who doesn't? I love pizza, and I hadn't had it in a long time, and it just really hit the spot, and it helped that it was the size of my head, and I ate all of it because I'm not a quitter. Okay, number five, also something that we did, bowling. Love a good bowl sesh. Um, bowl. (laughs) I said that really weird. Bowl. Nope. Just bowl. Bowling sesh? Okay. Uh, it was a blast. Uh, I'm not great at it. That's for sure. But I still had a great time, which is saying something for me because I do get really competitive when we're playing any kind of game. And that one, I was like, whatever. Um, So is that growth? (laughs) You tell me. Although I will say the one downside of bowling, if you're me, is (laughs) obviously, you know, I'm a girl who loves to get her nails done. um, And that hurts when you're bowling having long nails. Uh, So I will say, beware if you are bowling with long nails, because it will hurt a little bit. Uh, But I made it through. Don't worry. Did I lose? Did I get last place every game? Yes. But hey, that's okay. I can be amazing at everything. Okay, so this is technically the last bullet point. So number six on the uh, gratitude list, and it's my intuition. Um, I had a situation the other day, and by the other day, I mean yesterday, my bad day, like I just said to you before. Um, and I was reading a book, shocker, um, Happy Place by Emily Henry, if you want to know. And I was reading this uh, chapter, and I started to get really anxious. And I was like, what the heck is happening right now why am I anxious like I'm literally just sitting reading and then a situation happened which wasn't super fun in my life um maybe I'll talk about it later maybe I won't who knows um and I just felt like that was like my intuition like warning me that something was coming that I was not going to be super excited or happy about um and I don't know I thought it was pretty fun and cool. Not that my body can predict the future, but I I don't know. I just like, I don't, once again, I don't know how to explain it. Um, 
along with the sign from the universe. It's just like a feeling that I had and then something happened and I was like, wow, body, thank you for warning me and letting me know that something was about to go down. I don't know if you've ever felt that before, um, but if you have, let me know so I'm not alone maybe. <laughs> I know that's like a really vague and odd gratitude point, but uh Maybe I'll unpack that in my journaling session later, what that actually means, but I don't know. There's a little half-baked idea slash gratitude point for you. Okay, so I wrote another gratitude point down, um, but I'm technically not going to include it into this week's gratitude list, even though I still want to talk about it, but it's not really a, a, a point on the list, and let me explain why. So I wrote theater as an escape dot 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 well kind of because I wrote theater as an escape first because it has to do with my bad day yesterday and I still had a show to do that night and I wrote I, I was working on my podcast before going to uh work going to do the show and I wrote this down and then I really struggled during the show yesterday I struggled keeping focused. I struggled staying in the moment. My head was just like really everywhere but that stage. And it wasn't like I messed up or anything. I remembered all the words and all my blocking and all of that. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brain, for working with me there. Um, but it just it got me thinking about theater or performing as an escape in general, which like I think theater can be that for sure. Um, but at the same time... I've been thinking a lot about how like this is my job performing is my job and I feel like society or the world or whoever um in your life <laughs> or my life thinks of theater still as kind of like a hobby and I think when I say that I'm a musical theater performer to others that's like where their first thought goes to is like oh my gosh you must have so much fun all of the time you're like because you're living your dream of like doing your favorite hobby basically um but I don't think people understand that like it's still a job and there are really hard parts of our industry um that still need like <laughs> a lot of work done on said parts and just theater is not always an escape I guess it's it's really hard work and yes I enjoy it obviously or else I wouldn't be doing this and I wouldn't be in this business but um but I don't know I guess there's just like this weird expectation on performers to like always be like happy or satisfied I don't know if any of this is making sense but um I don't know. I feel like this is also, once again, a half-baked idea. Basically, what I'm saying is yesterday it was hard to perform the show and, like, I got really down on myself afterwards because I was like, Ashley, why would you let your personal life affect you in your work? Like, you love performing. You should have just, like, shoved all that stuff to the side. Um, but uh, that's just not how I work anymore. <laughs> Maybe I worked like that uh a while ago but um I guess it just was a good reminder for me to just remember that like this is still a job even though I love my job um it's still a job and shit happens and some days you're gonna feel like theater is an escape um for you know the rest of your life her things that are happening in your life but sometimes it's gonna feel really hard and like actual work because both things can be true at the same time if I know anything I do know that um, yeah, that was a really half-baked idea, and maybe I'll think on it more and dive into that more later, but, um, 
yeah, I don't know. It just was an interesting gratitude point to like start to write out and then be like, whoa, 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 whoa. That actually could be um, a more in-depth conversation. So there's that. Mic drop. Um, (laughs) Can you believe that those aren't like the actual thoughts and feelings of the week? That was just like a random thought of this week. But let's actually get into like the bigger picture here. Now, shall we? Oh, we shall. Okay, so like I've said millions of times already in this podcast, um, I had friends visiting me this week. Woohoo! So I wanted to talk about building your tribe. What does that mean? Just building your friend group and um, cultivating friendships and relationships, especially in your 20s or 30s or wherever you're at right now. So this is something that I've honestly been working on for like the past year, really, uh, especially in therapy, just like, you know, breaking down relationships and talking about them and um, talking about, you know, what I need in friendships and blah, 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 blah. And I think the biggest thing that... I've been learning about myself is what do I specifically need from certain types of relationships and friendships um like you know I am a people pleaser um or at least I'm trying not to be anymore um but I feel like it's been really good for me to evaluate and figure out what I need in a relationship and this is like a a new concept for me Um, and it has been a scary journey, but a good one with lots of life lessons. One of the biggest lessons being that, um, you don't have to be friends with everyone. (laughs) Uh, and this was a hard concept for me to grasp, okay? Um, once again, I'm gonna blame the industry, uh, or or at least partly blame the industry, um, because I started performing professionally at a young age. I feel like... I was taught early on to cultivate relationships um, and obviously to be kind and courteous and gracious, blah, 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 blah. Just be a good human, obviously. But I also think it was kind of ingrained in my system that like you need to be best friends with everyone. Um, And I think that kind of just like goes into networking and all that. I feel like from a young age, I was taught like casts should be like one big family. No, no, they shouldn't. Those are your coworkers. This is not the office, um, which I'm sure Michael Scott has said many a time in that show. It's it's still work. Um, and yes, there are some relationships that I've cultivated that are like family now, but um, no, nah, it's still work. Honestly, I think in the past year, I've truly figured that out where I was like, wait, I don't have to be best friends with everyone. I don't have to just like click with everyone. Um, That was truly mind boggling to me. And I know that sounds like a simple uh, concept, but once again, people pleaser. And also, I just like people (laughs) and I like connecting with others. It took me a while to understand like different types of relationships, I guess. Like not everyone has to be my best friend. Or I don't have to be everyone's best friend. One of my favorite things about theater and um, being a performer is that you meet so many different people through contracts, through gigs, through friends of friends. I've met so many people in the last couple of years, especially after getting out of the pandemic. I think it's just been awesome because it's really made me evaluate different relationships in my life. Um, Like there are just... There have been people that I've met on contracts and things that I've just like gotten 
along with so well and clicked right off the bat and we just like understand each other and those relationships are so easy and then there are other relationships where like I really like someone but we just like don't really click on that like deep deep inner level and like that's okay too because not everyone can be on that level um the same level as you are because then you would be best friends with like everyone in the entire world (laughs) so this is gonna sound a little um harsh I guess is maybe the word that I would used to describe this but um my therapist honestly has broken down these relationships to me as like in tears I guess um in the sense of like people in your life and friendships in your life are like on different tiers in the sense of like at the top tier is like your best friends of all time and then like you know you move down the pyramid and the tiers um and like there are more acquaintances and like people that you catch up with like once a month and people that you text like every six months you know she basically kind of helped me categorize those tiers not that I have like a list or a tier diagram written down of like where these people are um it just like you know what I mean it just helped my brain kind of um understand the complexity of humans and our friendships and relationships in a very simple simplified version (laughs) but the cool thing well I now look at it as a cool thing is like people are constantly switching what tier they are on like it's always moving it's always flowing because people come in and out of your life for different various reasons Um, and I think that's also been really hard to learn especially coming out of the pandemic um, where I feel like we kind of all had our like bubble our pandemic bubble of like people that we trusted and hung out with and I felt like I clung on to those relationships so so freaking hard Um, and I really struggled when those relationships like tried to move to a different tier but here's the thing and like the second major friendship lesson that I've learned over the past couple years is like you gotta let those relationships move to whatever tier they're gonna be um, because you are constantly moving and growing and changing and how do you expect all of your relationships to stay stagnant when you are constantly growing and um, one of the harder lessons to, to learn or that I have learned is like, you know, people come into your life for a reason or a season. And sometimes like you just lose touch with people or you're just on different paths, which I think I've talked about on this podcast before. But um, you just got to sometimes let it happen. I'm growing a ton and my needs and wants and feelings are always changing. And um, if I'm changing and growing this much, I can only imagine how the other person is growing too. And sometimes that's closer and sometimes that's apart. I feel like I just like spat out like four different lessons that I've learned over the past couple of years when it comes to friendship. Uh, once again, that's probably like the, the three cups of coffee that I had today talking. But if you are struggling to find your tribe um, or build your community – Here's just a couple of things to maybe keep in mind. Here are a couple of things that have helped me a ton. This has been like a really big focal point in my life, I think, because number one, I um, don't live in my hometown. I'm obviously living in New York right now. And it is really, really important to have a support system around you, I think, in my opinion, especially as, you know, performer in New York. A support system is everything. Um, and 
having people in the city that you love and trust and can connect with and spend time with and where you're not thinking about work is really, really important to me personally. (laughs) So if you're struggling with friendships, here are some of the the things, the thoughts, the ideas that um, I have had recently and it might help you and it might not. I don't know. Um... (laughs) Okay, number one, the first thing I want to say is I am extremely thankful and grateful and lucky that I get to meet a lot of people all of the time because of the industry that I'm in. I'm very, very grateful for that. And if you're not a performer, totally chill. There are other ways to meet people. Honestly, New York is great for building community in general just because I feel like there are so many different like clubs and groups that are... Um, are in New York that kind of you know go around or are based around a certain hobby like I have friends that are in running groups and like go jogging every morning with um, some random New Yorkers or um, there's there's book clubs and there's like singles nights if you're in the dating pool right now and um, honestly (laughs) I see them all the time on TikTok Um, so if you want to create a community that way or go find community that way that's awesome go do it and I know it can be really really scary but like put yourself out there I also me personally I love meeting like friends of friends or introducing friends to one another that are just like not in the the same circle at all I think it's really fun and cool and like I know some people are weird about it because they want to keep like their lives separate or like their friend groups separate from one another but I am not that way at all honestly I think dating Matt has been really good for me in that sense of just like mixing friend groups like crazy um To be fair, our friend groups were kind of mixed before we even realized it in the beginning. But yeah, like introducing two people that I love and adore and that are just from like totally different um, circles is a lot of fun to me, (laughs) especially if I know that they're going to get along. I just think it's awesome. And I think that's honestly why the industry as a whole is so small and everyone knows everyone or everyone knows someone's random friend or random cousin or I just love it I love how intertwined we all are and uh in New York it's honestly kind of easy for that to happen even though it's a big city obviously but yeah community is fun people the second thing I want to say is like I think one of the bigger lessons that I've learned as well is Um, there are just certain relationships in my life that are just so easy and I guess what I'm trying to say is just like don't try as hard (laughs) to make a friendship work I guess is what I'm saying like if it's if it's hard for you to connect with someone then it's like just probably not meant to be and like as well as far as like best friend status goes I guess I think I'm just like in the point of my life where I just am like not trying to force friendships like obviously I love people and I will be kind and we can hang out once in a while but like I just don't have the time or energy to like put my all into someone that I'm like really struggling to kind of find common ground or connection with um that really kind of sounds harsh coming out of my mouth but um I don't know I just feel like the the best friends and the the best friendships just like happen naturally and come easily yeah that's what I got to say on that it's just like don't stress too hard about it and don't like force a friendship and once again I know this is all kind of sounding very clinical um but I think my biggest thing is like 
your tribe is uniquely your tribe. So whether your tribe is like full of two people or 15 people, whatever, that's awesome. But I would like really encourage you to just like prioritize what that tribe looks like for you or prioritize creating a support group for yourself, having people in your life that you can love and trust and um, lean into during these weird times is just really important. And I love community and it's just important to build upon it. And speaking of community, (laughs) I am grateful for this one. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for holding such a safe space for me once again to chat and talk about these hard concepts and things, at least for me to talk about. I am so thankful for you all. Honestly, that's kind of the end of the episode. That's kind of my thoughts. (laughs) I guess I'm wrapping it up now. Um, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Um, Please let me know your thoughts and feelings. As always, my DMs are always open. Please uh, shoot me a message and let me know what you thought. Uh, I welcome it all. All right. Here's to another week down. Happy July. Soak in the sun if there is sun where you're at. um, Or stay inside if it's raining where you're at like me um okay i love you all okay bye